Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by Dracula the Beer. The only Dracula-based beer that doesn't suck. Dracula the Beer may turn into a blood-sucking vampire. Please drink responsibly. VWB is brought to you by AHS. AHS has been a family-owned business since 2001. Are you tired of getting those late-night notifications from your door cam when a bird or a Dracula passes by? With Asian Home Security, a real-life Asian person will patrol the perimeter of your home to prevent and deter any unwanted intruders. Our Asians are here to solve any problem. By Asian means necessary. AHS offers three tiers. The Golden Child Tier, the popular Bolo Premium Tier, and their bestseller, the Mr. Miyagi System. So go to ahs.com slash VWB for details and subscriptions. If you or anyone you know is in crisis, please call the Veteran Crisis Line at 855-521-1317 or dial 856-983-7562. That second number's not real. I just pulled it out of my ass. I don't know. Call it. Maybe they can help you too. Before I start the show, I wanted to share this little story with you guys real quick. Now, all the guys out there that are married, you know, 99.9% of the time, mommy is winning the fight. That's just the rules. She wins. But I got to tell you, that 1%, that 11.111%, it's us. And the other day, I won a battle. Me and the kids won a battle. And I'll tell you what, it's because me and my kids will not wash a dish to save our lives. I got yelled at the other day because I was eating spaghetti with a spatula. Because when I got home to eat, you know, I heated some leftovers and there wasn't a fork or spoon. I'm not putting my hand in that dirty dish water and washing a dish. So I did the next logical thing. I grabbed something out of the junk drawer and I started eating spaghetti with it. I just thought it was funny because my kids are the exact same way. Like I saw, I think I saw my kid trying to uh, eat cereal with like a fucking ruler or something. It was just funny to me. Um, just wanted to share that. Uh, there's some good shit in this episode. Uh, enjoy. Okay. Let's just do this before we start. Testing. One, two, three. Yeah. Please don't be on the wrong setting. <laughs> Testing. One, two, three. It'll be good this time and then we okay. go back uh, and it's going to be bad. Please recite your full Christian name for the record. Alan Lebo. Um. Yeah, Alan Lebo, man. Out here in Minot, North Dakota, down the road from you. Okay, now, uh, so let's start this episode with um, talking about uh, take one we had with uh, me and Al here. So we recorded, what what would you say, about four months ago? About that, four or five months ago. Four or five months ago, we had... We had a pretty fucking killer conversation, dude. It, like, it went I feel like we became hours. like really good buddies. Yeah. And we had never met before. I just walked in your house. Like, <laughs> I used your bathroom. I got real comfortable. So I would say it was almost two hours, right? I think it was like two. Yeah. We'll, we'll say two. Two hours. I get back to my house and I go to edit the audio. And it's, I had my, there's a, there's a weird fucking button on this microphone I use. That has an echo effect. So we record the entire episode with an echo effect. It was unlistenable. There was no way of fixing it. <laughs> there was just no way of fixing it. So um, so let's start from the beginning, dude. Uh, give everybody a little bit of your background. Um, Where you're from. Yep, so... Dick size. Originally from Kentucky. Uh, rocking a solid two and a half inch tuna can. Um, Around? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's all about girth. Uh, no. Originally from Kentucky, a um, little town called Russellville. Uh, joined in 2011. 
Okay, let me actually face the mic. Staring off in the distance. Uh, joined in 2011. Fairchild for four and a half years. Kunsan for a year. Misawa two years. And then Minot since 2019. Yeah. So, um... This is going to be like a multi-layered question. Okay. Give me the story of the uh, the idea basis of you going into the military. Because the way I was thinking about it is like even army brats, and maybe some of them are, but most of them aren't because I raised army brats, um, aren't conditioned to join the military. It's not like someone's born and, you know, I want to be... A soldier or a marine or something. I definitely think there's people like that. That was not me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it wasn't me either. Yeah. Like it fucking it took me it took me months to a, even approach a recruiter. Mine was more on a whim. So it was the summer before my senior year, and uh, I was sitting there and everybody's talking about putting in scholarships and where they're going to go to school. And I was over school, fucking hated going to school. Uh, but I wanted to kind of get out of my small little hometown, do something that was at least somewhat meaningful and would get me some decent money. So, uh, racking my brain on what the hell that could be, <laughs> the military was pretty much the only option. So I just randomly walked into a recruiter's office. Uh, mom was prior Air Force. Um, she got out when my sister was born a few years before me, but, uh, I was like, well, maybe I'll just go to the Air Force. And so I walk in there, I start talking to him at 17 years old, and he tells me a little bit about it, and then he's like, you need to get your parents to sign off on it. And so then I went home, told my mom, and she cried, and then I went in the debt program, and then a year later I was what, in so, San Antonio. <laughs> you, no idea what I was doing. Knowing that you, what you know now with you know just mo the military in general, do you think your um, recruiter was like uh, shady in any way? No, my recruiter was pretty good. He um he was pretty straight up about everything and he's actually the Air National Guard recruiter for Kentucky now. So he got out of active duty, went to the guard and became a recruiter for them. And when I was getting ready to get out when I was leaving Japan, uh I hit him up and uh, or I hit up the Kentucky Air National Guard recruiter and it just so happened to be him. And so we kind of BS'd back and forth and kind of caught up because it'd been 9 years since we had talked to each other, but he was pretty straight the whole time. He never told me anything that wasn't true. Um, never really left anything out. I never felt like I got screwed over by him. So he was a good dude. Okay. My recruiter was a piece of fucking shit. That is the story all around the Air Force, man. Okay. Listen. And I don't even... Like, I wish there was another one in the office, but he was the only one. So I had to deal with him. But... uh he tells me this story, like, when we first start meeting, he's like, um, because a next, like, the, literally the next door over was a Marine's recruiting station. So he goes, uh, he goes, um, you know, we're talking about joining the Air Force and all the pros and cons and shit, and he starts talking shit about the Marines. He's like, oh, you can't trust those assholes. <laughs> he, and he tells this weird story, and he's, like, so sincere about it, he's like, I had to um, paint my fence one summer. And he's like, um, my neighbor was in the army. He was like, I don't know what the fuck he was. But he goes, um, the guy said he would come over and help. And he's like, the next morning I go outside, I bring all my paint supplies outside, and I start working. And then he goes, I see the guy next door get in his car, back out of his driveway, <laughs> take off... <laughs> And he does, he's like, I don't see him until that night. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. He's like, you can't trust him. He's like, you know, he's like, you want to be some, you want to be with people that are trustful? Join the Air Force. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's the most dude. roundabout story I've heard about trust, but okay. Yeah. So, okay, this is the funny part. We fucking, we're driving around, I think, to uh, my ASVAB test. Okay. And he goes, um, he's How like. How bad you fail that? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> about the ASVAB thing? Because me and Steve were talking about that the other day. Um, can you look up that score? Is it on I your... don't know if you I don't can know if, if it's on your... Out. I can look mine up. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Saying. Like On your DV-214, I don't think it shows up. I don't I think don't it's on think there. It like does. It doesn't because, matter once you're in. Because I have my uh, my grandpa's um, army, army records from okay. when he was in World War II. And it does say, you know, 
prior education. Motherfucker says eighth grade. Jesus. Yeah. Homeboy gave an eighth grader a fucking rifle and said, go over there and kill Nazis. <laughs> That's fucking nuts, love right? America. <laughs> right? Eighth fucking grade. I have an eighth grader right now. I wouldn't even give her a can opener. So what were we, ta- what were we talking about? The, the fucking asshole yeah. recruiter. Yeah, the painting. Okay, so we're going to my ass fab, or after my ass fab, and he, um, he's like, hey, we got to stop by my house real quick. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Because we're kind of all in the general area. Um, he has no neighbors. Motherfucker has no fence. <laughs> no fence. Fucking shady, Lives man. in an apartment complex. Oh, my God. Yeah. Didn't even have a yard. He had a fucking balcony. I fucking love that. I'm like, uh, I didn't say anything to him. And he didn't even bring it up. He was just like, I'll be right back. And, you know, ran up the steps to was to get oh, his shit. And I'm sitting there like, does he realize a couple of days ago he just told me this profound story about his fence? And this prick is living in a fucking two-bedroom apartment? Did you bring it up? No. Oh, what a pussy. I, I, was, I was so dumbfounded by it. I'm like... I'm like, hats off, you fuck. Like, okay. I was just asking, like, man, you must move really fast. Yeah. Like, what moving company did you use? Just play that shit out until until finally he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, man, your fence. And then yeah. just let it go from there. Yeah. So, um, give me a, uh, give me a horror story. Oh, God. From what era? Anyway. <laughs> Any era. Uh, all right, we'll start. Give, no, you know, give me a horror story from where you were like really low ranked. All right, we'll start basic training. First night, um, these are always the best too. I think I told you this on the last podcast. Uh, first night there, we are. Uh, it's like two in the morning. We finally get in, and we're all standing there at our wall lockers, and they've dumped our bags and they like the, the shakedown and everything. They're like, all right. All you nasty motherfuckers or whatever, you, you need to get showers. I'm like, okay. And they're like, strip down. So all of us like are standing in our wall lock, at our wall locker and we strip down to our boxers. And he goes, no, I said strip down. And so we're all looking at each other going, who's, who's going to do it? And so finally, one by one, we all just kind of like start taking our boxers off and then we're locking eyes. Like, who's going to be the first guy to drop gaze? Because we're standing right across from each other. And, uh... What? Yeah. This is 2010? Uh, 11. What the fuck? I... Yeah. This is right before the big um, sexual assault thing happened. I have a story about that, Bro, this too. was the sexual assault thing. <laughs> Hang what on. What are you talking well, about? Oh, we're... Before the thing. Just, just wait. So, uh, we are butt naked in our wall lockers staring at each other. Uh, they have us do, like, shampoo on one shoulder, soap on another, run us through the showers real quick wait, like no, cattle. Wait, 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 stop. Oh. You're... Okay. You're in the showers facing each other. No, we're at our wall lockers facing each other. And you're soaping each other up? No. At, in front of the wall locker. We, we put a... So they had us do like a dab of soap on our left shoulder or right shoulder and then a dab of shampoo on the other shoulder or whatever. That way you're not carrying soap or shampoo into the shower. Are you sure you joined the military? I, look, man, it might have been you the Navy. You were at San Antonio? It might have been the Navy. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know if it was the military at all. <laughs> let, let, me, let me finish. It'll make sense in the end. So... Uh, we do that, we go through the shower, and uh, the only thing I remember as I'm coming out of the shower is I'm the first bunk bed on the left. And the way that our dorm is set up, it's going to be really hard for the listeners to understand this, but I'll kind of draw it out for you, is uh, here's the door to the shower. Where the fuck I was there? I know what it looked like. Well, all the dorms were different. <laughs> uh, ours had like an office right here, and there was a wall, like yeah. right here. So I go like running, almost, in just my towel and my shower shoes. I thought you were running naked. No, talent shower shoes. I'm naked in a minute. Hang on. And uh, around the corner comes Master Sergeant Masters, the blue rope for our squadron. This man is 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, pretty tall, 320, hefty yeah. fella, uh, in his blues. And he comes around the corner about the time I'm getting to the corner, and I just hit this man and fall backwards. He doesn't move. I fall backwards. He has a big wet spot on his blues. My towel falls off and I'm laying naked in the floor. And this man straddles over me and knife hands me in the face and just starts going off. And then I hear, why the fuck aren't you at attention? So now I'm butt naked at attention on the floor while this grown man yells at me. 
and that was night one of basic You went training. like this on the floor. Uh, on the floor, straight okay. position okay. of attention. Uh, first night of basic training. Uh, now, our MTI was Staff Sergeant LeBlanc, which is the one that got caught for all of the sexual assault, him and Sergeant Astacio. Uh, the night that he took the girls to the you PT just supply room. Names out and shit. Oh, it's all in the news. <laughs> it's all in the news. Uh, the night that him and Astacio took the girls to the PT supply room were, or it was the, the night that we were all shipping out to tech school. He showed us the text messages. We all got talked to by OSI. Like, so that explains a lot of your questions in the beginning. God damn. I told you the Spider-Man story? Mm, I don't think from so. Basic, we'll, we'll, we'll tell it now. From basic <laughs> training? Okay. So I had a bunch of crazy basic training moments, but the funniest one was uh, we were lining up to go to lunch or something, and we're all lined up at the door, <clears throat> and somebody was fucking had their foot in the wrong direction or some bullshit, but he, he goes off on everybody. everybody lashes the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are your eyes open? Fuck. <laughs> he fucking makes everybody turn around, toward, facing the wall, and he's like, everybody, be like Spider-Man. And we're all like, what the fuck? Like, we're sitting there, and we don't know, what are you talking about, be like Spider-Man? <laughs> and then he's like, turn the fuck around. He turns around, and he's like, He's like, Spider-Man crawls walls. Crawl the fucking wall. So, this sucks on audio, but we're doing this. We're pretending to crawl the wall oh. like Spider-Man. And none of us are allowed to laugh, so I'm fucking dying inside. I'm like, I'm fucking in the military. <laughs> I, you know, I'm like gung-ho, like, here we go. I'm going to fucking serve my country. I'm crawling like Spider-Man oh on the God. fucking wall, dude. We had, a, we had a kid, Ryan Shelton. He was... Did you have a stinky kid? Yes. I'm not going to say his name. He's still in. There's know. a stinky kid in every yeah. guy's fucking uh, yeah. flight. And every, he's married to this, like... Everyone. Drop-dead gorgeous chick. And so I'm assuming he got it under control. But there was a stinky kid. But Ryan Shelton, I don't know if he's still in or not. I don't really care. He, uh... We had our, like, drawer inspection. Like, our, our laundry drawer. And he had decided to put his pair of tidy whities that had a big skid mark in them right on top. Like, it, he didn't shove them in the middle or on the bottom or anything, just right on top. And you could see the skid mark as soon as you opened the drawer. Well, the MTI found it. Made him put them on his head and march through both bays of the dorm going, I'm a shithead, I'm a shithead. <laughs> Damn. And everyone that started laughing was pushing, so of course the entire fucking flight started pushing. Holy shit. Yeah. We had a kid who, uh, you know when you rolled your socks, you get that big that big lip on the end of them? Uh, our instructor called it a, a Bubba Gump lip. And, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember I was doing that. Rolling your socks? Yeah. What? Yeah, I think we folded our socks. Oh, we rolled our socks. I came in in 2005, May of 05. Yeah, you're a little older than me. So, I I'm, I don't know if we rolled our socks. I don't think we've rolled shit. Yeah. Not our t-shirts, nothing. We rolled shirts and rolled socks. And um, when you came in, there was you guys all had ABUs. You didn't have BDUs. Right. Yeah. So, um, you didn't have to shine boots or nothing. No, just our blue shoes. Yeah. That's it. Um, but there was this uh, black kid who had a rolled sock with a big old lip on it. And so he made him march around the dorms, talking like Bubba Gump, Damn. And talking about shrimp. That's and uh, he would he'd have to squeeze the the sock and make the sock talk and pretend that was Bubba Gump, and he'd have to talk about all the kinds of shrimp that he liked. If EO could have been in that dorm right. <laughs> during some of our punishments, we yeah. would have been in so much trouble. Well, dude, the craziest thing I ever heard was uh, my little brother was a Marine, um, and he said. They made them all get naked and get into a closet. A whole platoon of Marines. Which is probably double the size of one of our flights. That's okay. how they work. Um, into into a, just like a regular closet. Like that. Probably no. Not like that because that's bigger. But yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Imagine that, dude. It's touching your leg. I'm there's good. one on your arm. One I'm on your 6'1". If there's one on my arm... There's an issue. He was saying, he, he told me, he was like, we had to pile up. Oh, like we had on to, shoulders? We had to get mm. the entire, so you got. I have never had a grown man naked on my shoulders. Yeah. That's not I'm like, something I, I, I I'm like, I'm like, Ray, why would they make you do that? 
He's like, I don't know. Just break you down. Yeah. I'm like, there's better ways to break it down. Dude. Jerk off material for later. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what your yeah. drill instructor was like. Uh, so, uh, what was your first base? Fairchild. Fairchild. Where's that at? Spokane, Washington. Okay. You'd be amazed when you get out, dude, how much you lose. You don't remember yeah. where certain bases are and yeah. shit. Spokane, Washington. Um, shitty base. Great area. Yeah. Love Spokane. Beautiful up there. A lot of mountains. A lot of hiking. Uh, not a big fan of KC-135s. What was so. your uh, first supervisor like? Without naming their name. Ooh. <laughs> or, you know. So he was a prior jet troop. Retrained to AFE. Uh, my first EPR that ever got like sent up. This is when we were still doing EPRs for A1Cs. Um, none of the bullets were true. They were all made up. Hell yeah. Um, That's and, what I did. And he sent that to the flight office. And I guess the flight office figured it out. And so he calls me into his office and he's like, Hey, I'm not going to ask you to lie for me. That wouldn't be right. But <laughs> I need you to understand the repercussions that would happen if okay, well, they well, believe I lied. What was he trying to give you? Not, uh, no, he was trying to give me a five. Oh, I'm definitely lying for him. Yeah. And, uh, and he was like, I need you to understand the repercussions of what would happen if I do lie. And I was like, okay. And I'm sitting there in my head and I was like, but you did lie. Like, yeah. so what do I do? Like, how can I prove that I did these bullets? Because I'd only seen them once. And so when I get to the flight office, they start asking me questions like, hey, um... What did you do uh, this year? Just ask me like for volunteer work and yeah. like extra out of the box things. And I have no idea. Like if they had just flat out asked me, hey, did you do this? I'd have been like, yeah. Yeah. But they were asking me what I did. Yeah. And I couldn't come up with anything that was on that EPR. <laughs> yeah. So they rewrote it. I still got a five. Um, he got an LOC. That was a... That's not bad, dude. No, I think he was a staff. He might have been a tech. Dude, I would eat LOCs for breakfast. Oh, dude. They had a stamp. Stacks. They had Stacks a, of LOCs for me. They had a stamp for me. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Because when, when I first came in, you know, it was all paper. It was paperwork. Mm -hmm. So, like, after a while, it seemed like they just had, like, a stamp with my name on it. They would have yeah. an LOC, like, uh, outline and just spur that. Spur that. With a date and everything. Yeah. <laughs> they could change the fucking date and shit. But, um, yeah, uh,. Paperwork, god damn it. I got so much paperwork. Yeah. What's the stupidest thing you got paperwork for? Or no, better question. What's something you 100% should have gotten paperwork for that you didn't? Everything I talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Taking all that stuff from the USO? I should have got kicked out for that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so mine is definitely... It got sent all the... <laughs> All the way up to apparently the Pentagon. Bro, we went to a pilot's bar. You see all that behind you? Yeah. We took it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, all of it. <laughs> uh, mine, uh, oh, mine was bad. So apparently it went all the way to the Pentagon. I had to go sit in the wing commander's office. And uh, they, so the way the 135 sits is there's like a power jack on one side. And they have a generator cart that they run a, a giant ass fucking like wire hook up whatever too yeah and sometimes they run it underneath the jet uh this was an alert jet so we always had jets that were on alert ready to go because our mission was uh was a 365 type mission and uh i wasn't thinking i was just in a rush to get on the jet get off the jet kind of thing and so i go to move this power cart that's hooked up to the jet well the the cords run underneath it and i'm pushing away so the cord that's hooked into the jet is prying against the jet i ripped the receptacle off of this jet that is sitting alert for a nuclear mission <laughs> uh so they have to get a new jet to put on there and everything or a new uh yeah a new jet to put on alert and everything and so i end up in the wing commander's office having to explain my careless actions yeah did not get paperwork 100 percent should have gotten an loc for that yeah but he's he told me he's like this has to be reported all the way up to the pentagon for dod and a1C Levo was just like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want me to do, bud. Did, uh, didn't we talk about the, um, did you ever, did you ever work on a BA before? No, man. So I have made it 10 
and a half years and never touched a shoot except for like twice in Korea, and that was just to get certified on it. And you're AFE. Yeah. Bone to bone. Like, you came in AFE. Didn't have... Never did, touched a parachute. Correct. So didn't have shoots in Washington at Fairchild. Uh, got to Korea. They never made you pack an aces at all in the year you sat in Korea. Twice. And it was half-ass packed. I had... I'm pretty sure uh, Lloyd ended up like packing it for me. Yeah. Uh, but that was just to get my cert and at the hub, and then they bounced me right back over to the, uh, to the 80th. Because old... No strand couldn't couldn't oh. hack it over there and needed help. Steve, so Steve brought him up yesterday oh, man. too. That that man is he's not a bad guy. He's not. He just no. He is a bad guy. I don't. He oh. He was the worst guy. I don't think no strand. No, he was just very set in his ways as far as religion goes. Yo, and that's fine. Okay, I'm a little religious, dude. I'm checking my boxes because, you know, once I'm, my number punches, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. I'm covering all my bases. Right. I, I was baptized. He was, he was not a good AFE troop. He was not a good supervisor. He was extremely overly religious, but I don't think he was a bad guy. Okay. That's the way I look at it. Let me, all right, let me tell everybody what this guy would do. When we'd be in the shop, you're in any shoot shop or AFE shop, someone's playing music or something. Oh, I hated this. This motherfucker... Wouldn't let us play music because they would say, you know, occasionally, you know, something suggestive would come on the song. Not even a cuss word. Just Not something yeah. semi-suggestive. Yeah. So he started playing psalms out of his CD player in his office. We got Disney songs. No, we got legit we got songs. songs. We got Disney songs. That's what we had to yeah. listen to. We, the first time we heard it, we were like, does he realize it's that loud? Yes, he did. He wanted all of us to listen to it. Yeah. And you couldn't say anything to him. Because he he's he was, the NCOIC, yeah. Not only was this guy the NCOIC, but he was unapproachable. That, he, yes. He was like talking to a fucking, like, stalk of corn. He was my raider in Korea. Yeah. I get it. You couldn't have, like, you couldn't be like, yo, what's going on, man? He wouldn't know what to, he wouldn't know how to respond to that. Yeah. I still don't think he was... I, I don't think he was ever... Like, when I say I don't think he was a bad guy, I don't think he was ever malicious. No, is what I, mean. I don't think he's a malicious person either. Yeah. I, I just think some people are just born... And I'm not saying this in a bad way. Are just born an asshole. Like, okay, I'll, I'll explain this to you. Yeah. Where I'm from, if I call you an asshole, you're just an asshole. Mm -hmm. But you're still one of us. Like, you know, I, I could be like, you know... You know Josh? Oh yeah, I know Josh. He's an asshole. You know, whatever. I call you a jerk off. You're a fucking jerk off, dude. You ain't part of the crew. I, I know. I know who you thought was a jerk off in Korea. Norstrand <laughs> was an asshole, and he couldn't help it. Yeah, he could not help. You can't change. You you couldn't do one of those '80s montages where you fucking throw him in, get him new clothes, and you know talk to him and shit, or you know just change his personality. Nope. He was living and dying, going up to his room, whipping himself in the back every time he looked at some Asian girl <laughs> to punish himself. Yeah, I, I know. I know you're who the jerk off was in Korea for you. There ain't a lot of them. I know the number one. Yeah, you've talked about him multiple times on this podcast. That's why it was two hours long, dude. Because we were fucking drinking. And Did then, we? And then we just Did start, we talk about him? Yeah, we just start talking shit about everybody, dude. That's like, true. Because we know. So because we the listeners like. I have kind of followed Roll around his career, but we've never been stationed together. So we know a lot of the same people, and I just barely miss him by a few months or whatever, because like it was Korea, and then Minot, and stuff like that, and it's Korea mainly, We I was I, I had to have been like a month behind you after yeah. you left. And so we know a lot of the same names, a lot of the same dudes, so I think that's why we, uh, we were able to talk for so long. Yeah, yeah, and then we're just like... Uh... I don't think I've ever had any of that Buffalo Trace stuff before. Oh, man. I had you drinking last yeah. time. I was like, I'm drunk. I got to go road, drive my car home. <laughs> Dude, I blacked out. Did you? After you left, I completely blacked out. Did you? I passed out. I got super sick. I was like, yeah, this is... I can't do that again this time. I got to drive later. <laughs> so, like, right now, in the you know where you're working at, do you have a troop under you? Yes. You have someone to rate on? I have a staff sergeant, yeah. Okay, you rate on a staff. Are you a tech now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only uh, the only people that have troops, uh, 
are going to be your, your they were called site seniors. So um, I'm not AFE anymore. Um, for you know, but some people listening don't. Uh, I am a facility manager for a missile alert facility. So uh, I trip out once a week, uh, or sorry, once every three weeks, and I live there for a week. Um, and I do pretty much fuck all out yeah. there. Um, I do daily checks and then just kind of hang out the rest of the day. Uh, but then I get two weeks off. So I'm out in the field for a week and then I'm off for two weeks and they really don't touch us for the time we're off. But for the five sites that my squadron owns, uh, whatever techs are stationed at those sites are the site seniors and we're the ones that get all the troops. So um, <clears throat> I'm not going to mention the guy's name because he told me not to mention it because I was asking him about you, right? And he told me a funny joke. Oh, God. So... I was like... Wait, he told you not to mention it? No, no, no. He told me not to mention his name. I was like, I don't know if you'll know who it is, but he was like, right. he said something funny about you. Oh, shit. And as soon as he said it, I was like, I gotta bring this up. I was like, do you care if I say this to him? Because it's so fucking funny. Okay. Can you tell me offline? Huh? Can you tell me offline? Like, after the podcast? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> and this was just... Well, a, let's hear it. I might know who you're talking about. This was about. just a joke. And, like, you know, like, when I was like, yo, I'm, I'm uh, re-recording with him uh, in a couple of days. Oh, and, he, you know, we were just like, yeah, he was, you know, stationed with him, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, the first time I saw him, he goes, he's like, the first time I saw him, he looked like white privilege was a person. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, I was fucking dying. I wow. wish. Wow. <laughs> oh. I'm racking my brain. Interesting. Somebody from Korea? Huh? Somebody from Korea? Yeah. It had to have been. That's pretty much all we know. Okay. Oh my god, it was so funny, dude. I was like, that's a great fucking joke. Oh man. That's a great joke. If white privilege was a person. <laughs> What does that even mean? Because I showed up <laughs> when I showed up to Korea, I was like a major fucking dweeb, yeah. like glasses. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But when I so I, I was a complete, I looked completely different when I left Korea. So I lost a bunch of weight, and uh, I got a shaving waiver while I was there. And so yeah. I we grew, talked about your yeah. beard. Yeah, and then time. I grew my hair out, yeah. and so I looked. It was a complete 180 from yeah. when I showed up to when I left. And you know what's so funny? Um, being in the military, like, what you have on your face right now. This is just you're, like two you're, days. But I'm saying, yeah. like, we all consider that a beard. I don't consider this a beard. No? Because you have to realize, I go two weeks without having to shave. Yeah. So I don't look like that at the end of two weeks, but no. I've got a decent amount of facial hair at the yeah. end of two weeks and then I have to I can't, like I can't just shave it I have to use yeah. clippers I just shaved off. Wednesday like bald yeah no no I'm just kidding I was gonna <laughs> say don't fucking lie to me on your own podcast <laughs> this takes about uh, a little less than a month that would probably take me about two months yeah yeah. but concentrate hard enough it grows if I stare in the mirror and I'm like Nurr. yeah is that how you get the grays in there yeah no the grays have been there since, uh, since my 30s dude I have one more little glass of this. I'm not. We're not repeating I'm, last I'm time. I'm 40 now. Um, if I would have stayed in, dude. God, you're 40. Yeah. Jesus. If I would have stayed in, I'd have three years left to my retirement. See, I retired 38. Yeah. 18. Yeah. No, that's the fucking way to go, dude. It goes it by is. so fucking fast anyway. I'm at 10 and a half now. I was trying to explain uh, to my daughter because I'm like, I'm trying to like not put that idea in her head but she's not doing anything yeah so I'm like you know like hey maybe you know try the military for four years and four years is not a long time goes by so I can't remember holy my, shit I remember certain parts of the first four years like I remember boot camp a little bit tech school a little bit well and that's pretty much half of it my first base a little bit you know my first deployment and that's it if you yeah. ask me to remember hey what'd you do you know in your seventh year in the military I don't fucking know I don't where the fuck was I Korea, maybe. I know. Korea I had, Japan. Yeah, I know. I had two kids by then. We were talking earlier about doing a twenty-three and me. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. 
And uh, you never did one? No, no. Uh, and she was like, well, "Why not?" And I was like, "I don't know, man. Like, I take it." And then uh, I did it. And then you you never know. Like, some random kid in Japan takes it and finds out he's got a white daddy, and then I get a phone call three yeah. years from now. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, the, the government's got my DNA oh, yeah. if they really need it. I'm some Chamoran's going to knock on my yeah. door. <laughs> i got some Thai lady boy yeah. knocking on my door. <laughs> Papa? What? No, thank you. Fucking, um, I did it. I did it uh, a couple years ago. Um, it, it, the, the results came out so funny to me. Because um, my last name's German. I did my family tree. It, you know, it originates from Germany. But what you don't realize, what you think you might be, you're probably not. An asshole. It fucking... <laughs> over the ages, what you originated as... Like, if you went back in time and found your fucking first relative... Right. Yeah, they probably lived in Germany, came from Germany. But that shit breeds out. Oh, yeah. When I got mine, dude, I was fucking 67% Irish. Really? And I thought I was straight up German my whole life. Interesting. Because what my grandparents would say, mm -hmm. what my parents would say, I'm not German at all, dude. There's zero German in my DNA. And it got all washed out by America. Wow. Yeah. And uh, that's big, crazy. Like, when you start... Irish, and then the rest of it's Scottish and English. When you start thinking about how different countries go to other countries and start taking over and all these wars and stuff and how the breeding is a terrible word for it, but how the breeding ends up and like... Uh, generation and generation and generation, how all of that starts to get washed out. Yeah, it you really don't think about it until you do something like that, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh shit, I am not." No, dude, anything. In a like hundred years, everybody's gonna look like Drake and that girl <laughs> and that girl from Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, everyone's gotcha. gonna look like that. Mm -hmm. It's like a South Park episode. Is it? Yeah, where they start fighting over what their name is. It's Oh yeah, yeah. Because of the super, the Nintendo, the Nintendo episode, when Cartman freezes himself to get a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all gonna be gray. We're just gonna turn into gray people. You think a hundred years? Re real timeline. How long you think? No, probably about three hundred years. Three hundred years for everybody's everybody DNA to yeah. pretty much be like you'll have some different differentiation. And those features, are the ones that but... are gonna be like you know ostracized. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker's got blonde hair. Get him. Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, we're almost to a point like that in society where if you don't act a certain way, maybe not look a certain way, some somewhat look a certain way, but it's mostly if you don't act a certain way in society, you are completely ostracized. If you don't have certain beliefs in society, you are, like, there's places in America that you are completely ostracized. Oh, you know what? Let me ask you a question. So, um... And I guess you don't have to answer it, really, because it's none of my fucking business. But it does have to pertain to the military. So since you are active duty, mm -hmm. did you get forced to take the vaccine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so And you have to take the boosters, too, right? No. Boosters are not mandated right now. Okay. So as long as you have the two Moderna, Pfizer, the one Johnson & Johnson, you're and I think okay I, I think I would have thought different about it if I was still in, because you know, you know, every year they come around, everybody goes, you know, to who's, who's ever shop lines up, get a flu shot. Right. I don't know what the fuck they're giving me. Whatever. Yeah. You know, you're in MEPS, you're getting all these shots. Mm -hmm. So I guess I, 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 I probably wouldn't be so skeptical about it if I was in the military and you're just going in line. Um, yeah. I've I've put some pretty fucked up shit in my body at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of here for the ride. So I got it before it was mandatory because there were so many restrictions if you didn't. Yeah. And it's like, I wanted to travel. I wanted to See, that, not have to go in every week and get a COVID test. And so it's like, if I go get a vaccine, I don't have to get up at 6.30 in the morning every Thursday and go in and get tested. I can travel to go see my family. I can take more than... Uh, five days off at a time. Like, that was, those were the restrictions. And I was like, fuck this, man. I'll just get a vaccine and I'll be able to live my life again. Yeah. And so that's where I was at. So I'm one of the quote unquote sheep, if people want to call it that. But at the same time, you got to play the game to win the game kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, dude. The second, and that's part of the reason why I don't get it. Because I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, you can't, you're going to tell me I can't get on a plane. I was like, then fuck you have you. to carry a card around 
in yeah. order to do things. Like yeah. I was just at NCOA in New Orleans and or in uh, Biloxi, and we went to New Orleans, and you had to have like your vaccine card with you in order to get into bars and go places. And it was just like, mm, yeah, this is this is real borderline some 1984. Yeah, I was just like, okay, here we are. Yeah, no, but I don't know. Like I said, play the game to win the game. I got it so I could have my freedoms back, and it was going to be mandatory anyways. There's no way my Christian ass is getting a, a religious exemption. So, Oh, you can do that? So you can do medical and religious for exemptions. Oh, hell and yeah. I, there's a big debate on how many religious exemptions the Air Force has actually approved. Uh, and if you look at the, the infamous Facebook page that basically runs the Air Force, uh, the Airman NCO Senior NCO page. They're trying to figure out if the numbers the Air Force is reporting are actually I don't know if I know truthful. what page it is. When really? We're, when we're offline, okay. send me that page, because I yeah. want to start plugging the shit out of this podcast on that page. Good luck. <laughs> so the guy that runs it is actually here in Minot, I'm pretty sure. He's like an older retiree. Because when I was talking to Public Affairs, we were talking about that page. And he's like, oh, that, it gives us such a headache. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the guy that runs it is here on base. Now, if he was telling me the truth, I don't Dude, know. Dude, and I think I know who it is. Because there was this guy who's, um, he's in the OSS. Older, uh, white guy, beard, balding. But I remember anything we went to, that dude was like always in charge of it. If I had to pick someone from that base being in charge of like a shitty fucking meme page, it was like... like it's not a meme page though. It's, a, it's like a news reporting page. Oh, dude, I'm definitely putting my fucking podcast on that page. <laughs> I'll show you the page. Yeah, it, fuck it. Pretty much everyone in the Air Force is on it. Yeah. It's happening, dude. Okay. I'm about to fucking blow up. Yeah. So really watch what I say on this podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> now nah, we're 40 minutes in. <laughs> You're getting fired. <laughs> it's not as bad as what we talked about last time. No. <laughs> when I called you the next day, I was like, hey, you might want to take that part out, man. I don't want a 15. <laughs> yeah. And you've never had an article 15? Never had a 15, man. No? No? I've, I've kept my nose clean enough. I've, I've kissed the right ass. Yeah. Shit. Mm. Should have gotten a few of them, but like I said, I kissed the right ass. Mostly in Korea. Yeah. I kissed the wrong ass, I think. Man. As soon as I walked into a shop, I would like, I would give it like a week. And I'd be like, who are the clowns? Who are the yeah, shit? We talked about that, yeah. Yeah, who are the shit bags? Because that's who I want to hang out with. Because I don't want to hang out with the fucking assholes. Like, I was packing, the last time I was stationed here, I was packing a BA. And, um... I had the lines out and it was I it was right at the step before I start stowing my lines. Sure. So I'm like I've never touched a parish. I've never touched a parish. Okay. Yeah. So I know you haven't. But all the lines are out, the canopy's at the end of the table. Okay, yeah. It's an IPI step. Okay. So out of everyone in that office, I wasn't in the most high end ranking, but I had collectively been in my night, especially that shop, the longest. And that's what matters the most. Yeah. I knew all the tools were still sitting there from the eight years prior. And, it, dude, there was, I mean, in the shoe shop itself, um, my initials are on the wall still. Okay. Like, the day before I left, I just wrote my initials in black Sharpie on the wall. Like, want, uh, for okay. anyone to see. Oh, I didn't even try to hide it. <laughs> um, so, where was I getting at about the shoot? Okay, so I, I had the shoot down on the table... And everything's set up. I put my tools away and I go to lunch. And um, another uh, staff fucking calls uh, the flight chief. Hey, uh, Sperbeck went to lunch and just left his lines. Because you're really, you're technically not supposed to leave your lines sitting there. Okay. I'm like, I go, uh, I get called in the office. I'm like, he's like, oh, you, you know, you left before an IPI. I'm like, yeah. Because once you get that IPI, there's no turning back. You got to, you got to keep going. Makes I want I wanted to go eat. He's like, we can't leave your lines. I'm like, why the fuck not? The T.O. Everything's the fucking T.O. Right. It doesn't make sense. Nobody's going to come by and fucking, you know, ask their cigarette on my fucking, on my parachute lines. Not in this day and age. No. What the fuck? Like, who gives a shit? But, you know, like those type of dudes. Like, yeah. Just, just no, I'm, I'm tracking. I, I know those type of dudes. Rat bastards. Yeah. He's not there anymore. But, yeah. I didn't like that kid. He was an asshole. Okay. So. We'll wrap this up. Yeah. 
a lot quicker than last time. Oh yeah. So uh, we'll start with the um, death questions. Okay, first one. This bourbon, real quick. You got to pick one of these: mm-hmm. Netflix, Hulu, HBO, or Disney Plus. Which Hulu. one are you keeping? Hulu. Yep, because that's where I get my like live TV from. And that's where I watch all my sports. Okay. Okay. All right. Name me a food you can't live without. Pizza. Pizza. Hands down. God damn, man. were you looking at these questions? Already? No, we well Are we talked not? about the pizza thing last time, and you told me to go look up the fucking pizza rating thing that you did. Yeah, it was amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. At Planet Pizza is that's my number one now. Yeah, whatever. Spicy Pie's a close Dude, second. The but. editing on that video, top notch. If you say so. All right, <laughs> top fucking. You gotta thing. start putting these podcasts to video, man. I'm just lazy. Okay. <laughs> what state are you from? Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. Name me a celebrity from your state. Um, if you know one. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence? Is that the girl from the Hunger Games? The girl from the Hunger Games. I don't know her name. Isn't something Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. She's like our Jamie. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but she ain't looking shit up. She's just laying there. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. She's from Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. And she okay. is a dime. Okay. I would okay. love to marry that woman. Um, what did you want to be when you were a kid? So a young, young, young kid, a preaching wrestler, preaching like wrestler. in the WWF, before it became the WWE, the yeah. WWF, that's what I want to be. And then I was like, nope, be realistic. And then it was a psychologist, and then it was a firefighter. And A psychologist? Yeah. As a kid? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as a, like, eighth grader, freshman, like, when you start trying to figure out, like, what am I going to do with my life? Psychology yeah. was, like, the, the big one. You're, you're like a bag of bread that came to life. Hey. <laughs> Psychologist, white privilege. You know, as a person, I can. <laughs> I still, I still have the yearbook. Like we, we did like a fifth grade yearbook in my school. It was tiny because it was just. I was gonna say there was only my, well, my elementary school had like I think like five, maybe six classes of fifth graders. Okay, so how big was your graduating class of high school? I don't know. It was gigantic, dude. Okay, I, yeah, I went to a giant school. Class of two thousand. So, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so in my, what I said when I was a kid, and I, I, I could pull the picture up and show it to you, I just don't have it on me. I wrote, uh, you know, it goes, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wrote comedian. I've been wanting to be, I want to be a comedian my whole life. Are you going to the comedy show on the 24th? Um, no, dude. It's that guy in the wheelchair, right? I don't know who it is. I mean, maybe. Is it Blue Rider? I know. Yeah. I don't like I'm going to go. I've never been. I've never been to any of the the Why Not comedy things. I think if uh, Barrett did like an open mic comedy show, I'd probably do it there. I would 100% go do go to an open mic there. Yeah. That's more... Let's talk to him about it. Yeah. I bet he gets some money. He has karaoke like every other night. Yeah. He can do an open mic night. I don't have his number or anything. He doesn't have I like have Facebook it. Messenger. I have his number. Yeah. All right. So. Sidetracked. 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 <laughs> What's uh, one of your biggest pet peeves? Ooh, lines. I fucking hate waiting in lines. I can't stand waiting in a line. Yeah. I'm a pretty patient person. I just... It, and it, it's more so like... If I go to a drive-thru, like the Taco Bell here in town... Yeah, fuck that. I, you have to wait 45 minutes to get through a drive-thru. Is there what? only one Taco Bell here? Yeah. The Except, one over there by Marketplace. Yeah, yep. Uh, but no, it's more like I, I sit in a line and I stop and look and I'm just like, this can be ran so much more efficiently and they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and it pisses me off. Um, I don't do amusement parks or like water parks or anything because I fucking hate waiting in lines. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I'm not a line person. Dude, can't my, do it. Mine is like when I'm in traffic and I wave somebody by and they don't give me the thank you wave. Ooh. Bro, I would purge every person if I could when they don't do that yeah like yo it's a simple just just pop it up I don't even need a fucking smile dude I don't even see the front of your face I just need a and I'm good yeah but if you stonewall me dude when I'm letting you pass I fucking hate you for life yeah that's kind of a dick move I uh I'm not a big fan of tailgaters I'm about to get asshole lights put on my truck like those big bright LEDs right up like inlaid into your bumper so as they're riding my ass just flip those lights on real they quick. They make those? Yes. Oh, man. 
Yeah, and they're surprisingly cheap to get installed. Really? So I'm going to have uh, one of the places here in town do it for me. That way, as somebody is right up on me, I just flip those lights on and blinds the shit out of them. That's awesome. All right, last question. Let's hit um, it. It's just for everybody. Well, just me and you. Well, just you, really. It's <laughs> like, what? Everything? Like, there's 30 fucking people in my basement Well, right you'll, you'll understand when I say that. Okay, recommend to a- anybody listening, just recommend something. It could be a show. It could be some music. It could be, mm-hmm. you know, fucking whatever. Something to eat. Recommend something. Ooh. Well, as I look behind me... <laughs> And I see the seventy-five bottles of bourbon. Yeah, we're sitting in his bar right now, and he's he's got a good at least thirty bottles sitting behind us right now. I mean, they're all the same, but they are not all the same. I mean, it's all the same brand. No, it's not. You got chunks of them. Yes. Like, so, like, I have brand, multiple. Same brand, well, those are different old brand. foresters, yeah. right? Those are these are different Wellers. These are all different Knob Creeks. All different seventeen ninety twos. Yeah. They're all different. It's just the so same. Just fucking say one. Distiller. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I want to know what's in this bottle right here. Which one? That one's. Is that one empty? Ah, uh, but I like the good. I like the cat. Oh, no. It's the Blanton's. Okay. So if you collect. So if you look on the cap. See. See that T right there? Yeah. So they make one that spells out Blanton's. And if you get all the caps and you send them into Blanton's, they will mount them for you on like a display case. Oh, nice. Pretty cool. Um, now, if I'm going to recommend a bourbon, probably what I'm drinking right now, the uh, Weller Antique 107. So we did bourbon. Uh, it's 107 proof. It's not real strong. It's just a smooth drinking bourbon. So Okay. That's, that's kind of my go-to. About a hundred bucks a bottle, secondary market. Yeah, it's an allocated bourbon. It's good. That's that's kind of my go-to drink. Sweet. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you doing this for the second time. <laughs> the and one and a half. Time. I feel like we'll call it one point five. Yeah, because I know um I know there's a couple other people that live in town that want to do this. I'm like, I just should start using your basement as the uh, studio, dude. Like, give me a key. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I'll, I'll tell you how to break into the house yeah. off, offline. It's real yeah. easy. <laughs> well, all right, let's get out of here. Yeah, man. So it's good to see you again. All right, peace, everybody.